0: Welcome to I Am, I Have, How It Helps, brought to you by Happiful Magazine and Counseling Directory. On today's episode, I'm talking to Holly Johnson, host of the Simply Vegan podcast. We talk about her route to veganism, the festive treats she highly recommends, and she busts some myths about living a vegan lifestyle. Before we start today's episode, I wanted to encourage you to download the free Happiful app. You can read our digital magazine for free And search for the perfect therapist, life coach, nutritionist or hypnotherapist for you. And if you're looking for a great Christmas present for a loved one or for yourself, check out Happiful Magazine's gift subscriptions. Now, back to Holly. I hope you enjoy listening as much as I love chatting with her. We'd love it if you could rate, review and share I Am, I Have. I'm so overjoyed to have Holly Johnson, host of the Simply Vegan podcast with me today. Holly is passionate about all things plant-based and we love the breadth of conversation she has about veganism and living life on the podcast. Welcome, Holly, and thank you for joining us.
1: That's okay. Thank you for having me. It's really exciting to be here. Oh, it's
0: lovely to have you here. And I was just saying, I've literally just been listening to the podcast, your recent podcast with Heather Small and uh, Dr. Sunny Patel and having a lovely time. So It's quite strange to be talking to you face-to-face after listening to you, but um, what a brilliant podcast.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was such a nice episode. They're really fun, both of them together. They're kind of both friends, and I think they met um, at a party through Sunita, so it's kind of...
0: (laughs) It's another world.
1: (laughs) It is another world, yeah. But yeah, they were really fun, and Heather Small has been vegan for, I think it's about 30 years, so she's obviously seen huge changes over the years, especially the last sort of five years. Um, And Dr. Suni Patel's an expert on gut health. So yeah, both really interesting to talk to.
0: Wonderful. Now tell us about you to start off with and the Simply Vegan podcast. Tell us more about how it started, your passion uh, with veganism.
1: So I went vegan about four years ago. Never thought I would. I was like most people, you know, thought that it was quite an extreme lifestyle choice. I didn't actually know any vegans, So, you know, perhaps I was guilty of judging, judging people. And I'm, I met someone who was vegan, and she was very passionate, very knowledgeable, and um, sort of opened my eyes to it, really. Then as a journalist, I started writing about veganism, and I was offered a job as editor of Simply Vegan magazine. Um, sadly, that closed when the pandemic hit last year, and I was furloughed, but they decided to bring back the magazine as a podcast. So yeah, I was thrown in the deep end a little bit. I'd never done anything with a microphone and <laughs> audio editing or anything like that. But it's been a fantastic journey and absolutely amazing speaking to you know, so many people just incredible guests over the last year.
0: Well I'm glad you were thrown in the deep end because it's a great podcast. Interesting that you didn't think that veganism was for you a while ago and and it was that conversation that changed your mind was it?
1: Yeah, so it was actually um the lady that opened my eyes to veganism was a PT, a trainer, so I started going to this class like a boot camp class and she would just kind of drop in little tips and sort of health facts. So all of us actually it's all of us girls slowly started to sort of talk about it. Then the same lady ran some workshops which basically kind of taught you the ins and outs of cooking plant-based food very much from a health angle it was kind of like switching a light on basically I felt like suddenly I'd lived all my life in the dark and I could see what was going on I mean we're so disconnected aren't we with where our food comes from not just our meats and fish our vegetables everything it all comes in a nice sort of neat plastic package in the supermarket and you pick it up and you don't think about it you're too busy to think about it so suddenly it was just making that connection I think you know there's three main reasons why people go vegan and the first thing that kind of hooked me in was quite a personal reason was that I had terrible skin I've always sort of suffered with my skin and I think now that was actually related to gut health something I knew nothing about but obviously as I started to educate myself you know and started to eat a whole food plant-based diet I noticed a massive difference energy levels didn't feel sluggish my digestive system completely changed and it was just amazing and then of course as I looked into it more and read up and watched films things like Cowspiracy what the health the game changes then you see the other reasons which are you know the environmental side of things and you know what goes on behind the scenes with the animals so it's kind of a three pronged thing really. And yeah, there was no going back for me.
0: Well thank you for sharing that and everything you do on the podcast and tell us a bit more about the podcast because you you cover such a broad range of topics on the podcast as well as doing great things like I know you've got your Christmas reviews coming up where you're going to be talking about where to find the best festive treats it's a real kind of catalogue of of topics and reviews and looks at the news just tell us a bit more about how you go about putting that together and, and what you talk about.
1: Yeah, there's so many aspects to veganism. I mean, you've got, you know, obviously food, but you've got the lifestyle things, the ethics, you've got things like um, beauty and fashion. You know, it's such a a broad subject. It's a really exciting area to be working in because just since I went vegan four years ago, the whole market and the whole industry is... um, and the whole, you know, movement, I suppose, if you like, is just moving at such a, an incredible pace. I mean, every day, you know, there's new products coming out in all the supermarkets. You've got different celebrities saying they're trying a plant based diet. I know Prince Charles was saying that he even he's kind of gone meat free some days a week and and doesn't have dairy so much and things like that. And I think as we're all becoming more aware of the environmental factors behind it and the health reasons, you know, I think it's kind of a very popular topic. So yeah, we kind of cover lots of different things. We, we try to review all the new products as they come out involves a lot of eating.
0: <laughs> Sounds great.
1: It's really nice. And my daughter's vegan as well. So she kind of helps me um, with all the taste testing. So yeah, that's, that's really enjoyable part of the job. And speaking to experts and influencers and, th- and people like that, it's just brilliant. The knowledge that I've gained from doing it has just been absolutely mind blowing. I mean, I spoke in one episode to an ex pig vet and she left to become an animal rights activist. She was kind of so horrified by what she was seeing and not just in terms of the treatment of animals, but also the, you know, the risks to human health, because, the amount of antibiotics that are being sort of pumped into the animals that we eat to enable them to survive in the cramped conditions that we're putting them in um, is it's just quite shocking and you know she kind of opened my eyes to the fact that that's the next pandemic waiting to happen because you've just got diseases just rife you know we just need to change um the way that we're doing things and I think that's why I'm so passionate about it because there's not we don't have much time left to kind of help our planet and sort of undo some of the wrongs we've done to it so it kind of feels it sort of drives me forward in you know everything that I do really
0: that's wonderful and it comes over in spades and there's so much in your podcasts we touched upon the fact that you're also doing reviews I wondered if you could give us any inside scoops on what we should be buying this Christmas
1: well I was quite impressed by the Asda things actually so they've got like a beef wellington with a mushroom I I never know how to pronounce it duck cell like a wellington Um, That's pretty good. The Via Life new Camembert cheese is a game changer, if you ask me. It is so good because obviously vegan cheese is one of those things which has been a bit slow to um, sort of develop in the same ways other products have. Obviously, you know, things like chocolate and, and other things have sort of come on massively over the last few years. But cheese has been a bit slow. I think they found it a bit difficult to replicate that kind of dairy cheese taste. But yeah, that's a really good one. So definitely check that one out. I think it's available in Waitrose so Al's Hotel Chocolat chocolate is amazing very expensive
0: we're recording this at lunchtime
1: (laughs) and (laughs) I literally
0: wish I'd eaten something beforehand because I can feel myself just salivating (laughs) when you're talking about this
1: I'm sorry Lucy
0: So one of the other reasons we asked you on today is to answer some of the kind of regularly asked questions by people who perhaps aren't living a vegan lifestyle already or are thinking about becoming vegan. As you said, it's it's really grown in terms of people thinking about changing their eating and their lifestyle to a vegan one. And I wondered if you could bust some myths for us, I guess, or just give us a bit more context. So I'm going to go through a few of these questions. And the, the first one is, that veganism requires spending more time or money on food prep and that's a big one for people who say that they are time poor and that's a reason that that veganism really doesn't appeal to them
1: um yeah I'm definitely someone who could be classed in that category um <laughs> doing a full-time job and I've sort of had quite a few different aspects to my job I've got two children um a dog <laughs> So lots of things that, you know, your social life, um, I totally get that. I think if you're going to cook anything from scratch, be it a vegan meal or a meat-based meal or fish... Um, it it is going to take longer than putting a ready meal in the microwave. It's just a different way of cooking. So for example, if you're going to make a cheese sauce, you're still going to cook that from scratch and it's going to take five, 10 minutes. With a vegan cheese sauce, you're using cashew nuts, which you, you can soak them with hot water and blend them up and then adding in sort of things like nutritional yeast and some plant-based milk. So it's, it's not necessarily taking longer; it's just different. I think once you know these different, you know these sort of alternative ways of making things, then it just becomes second nature.
0: It's a good point. It's different rather than longer. It's just, and, and also, I guess, if you're learning in the early stages, you might take a bit longer because you're learning like anything when we begin.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Well, you said about uh, money. I think there was a study last week. I think that came out that said a vegan diet is actually cheaper than um a standard you know western diet and obviously if you think about how much a joint of beef costs or you know some prawns or fish it's all really really expensive and which it should be you know because they've had to rear an animal um to uh to make that meal so yeah it's a lot more costly than something like mushrooms which have a really meaty flavor and you can do some amazing things um if you want to see how to cook with mushrooms, check out Derek Sarno, who's um, he'll find him on Instagram. He's the guy behind the Wicked Kitchen range at Tesco. And honestly, he does all sorts of things with mushrooms, steaks and pulled mushroom, like oyster mushrooms and things like that. Um, and, you know, these things are really cheap and beans really filling and can be made really delicious. So definitely not more expensive. It's only if you're eating the processed products that you'll pay you know, you'll end up paying sort of twice the price, things like some of the chocolate bars and, you know, the desserts and things like that. So if you're cooking from scratch, it's definitely cheaper.
0: That's great to know. And some really good tips in there as well for for Instagram accounts to look at. And I think sometimes that's, that's part of the battle is getting that inspiration, isn't it? And Not going back to old school thinking about, you know, it's going to be a vegetable curry or it's going to, you know, actually, there's so much you can do now. And, you know, Heather Small was saying on your podcast, she's been a, a vegan for 30 years and she's seen so much change. And now you can literally pick up anything, you know, on the go as a vegan. And the next question is, it can be tough to cook for a household when you're living a vegan lifestyle. Now you said earlier on, you've got two kids, full on job, lots of things happening outside. So you are probably one of the best people to respond to this question. Tell us if it's tough to cook for a household when you're living a vegan lifestyle.
1: It can be. But again, I'd say it can be tough cooking for a household, whatever you're eating, because, you know, we were just talking about mushrooms. They seem to be such a a divisive food, don't they? Like some people love them. Some people hate them. The same with fish. You know, I know my mum's always hated fish. I used to love it. Whatever foods you're cooking, there's always going to be different members of the household who will love one dish and, and not like another one. So I don't think it's necessarily a, a vegan issue. However, I do get that if you have vegan members and non-vegan members, it can be tricky. My son is nine and he's not fully vegan. He wants to be. He really hates the idea of eating animals. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm careful what I say to him. I don't want to sort of, sort of ram it down his throat or expose him to too many upsetting things although you kind of want them to know what goes on and what impact their diet has you know on the health and the planet and the animals so yeah it it can be tricky but I just you sort of get used to it I think like with anything just adapting things so like I said about the um the cheese sauce if I'm doing like a mac and cheese for example I'll do the cashew cheese sauce for myself and my daughter and chuck in like a load of veg perhaps spinach and tomatoes Whereas my son, you know, he's a bit anti-vegetables, as most nine-year-olds are. (laughs) So, um, you know, perhaps I'll put in some peas and I'll make up a dairy sauce instead. And I just, yeah, I just suppose I just get used to kind of doing that, you know, quick, making things quickly. um, But perhaps doing like a vegetarian version or sometimes if if I'm doing, say, a Chinese meal, um I'll do like fried rice and then I might do sort of garlic crispy tofu for myself and my daughter and then I might do some prawns for my son I don't tend to cook meat in the house I just don't feel comfortable buying it or cooking it or anything but if we go out for dinner then obviously it's his choice and he often you know chooses the meat version so but you know who knows maybe later on he will go vegan I don't know but I suppose it's Sort of respecting that everyone in your household is on their own journey and we all might arrive there at different times. That's
0: very true. And also the fact that it's hard to cook for a household anyway. You know, I grew up with three brothers and there were definitely times when A meal would be cooked in several different ways because somebody wouldn't eat something, or even though we were eating a kind of, at that point, a meat and three veg kind of meal, there would always be that kind of wrangling around meal times. I think that might be something in a household generally. So it is negotiating that.
1: Exactly. And like you said, there's so many convenience things now. On a Friday night, you can get a meat or a vegetarian pizza for the boys in the house. And this is, you know, not being sexist, this is my household. (laughs) And, you know, for us girls who are vegan, then we'll, we'll get a vegan pizza. So it's, you know, it's not always too much of a problem at all.
0: That's great to hear. And the third question was protein can be a problem when eating a vegan diet. And I think this is something that's been long held by people who haven't really looked into veganism, perhaps in the last couple of years and, and the progressions in terms of what's available. What would you say to this?
1: Yeah, it is that age-old question: Where do you get your protein from, isn't it? And it's sort of a bit of a running joke. Protein deficiency is actually quite rare. You don't often hear of people do you, saying, you know, I'm uh, I've been to the doctors, and all that. you hear of people saying I'm anemic or, you know, I'm I'm iron deficient, but not um, protein deficient. Protein is actually in everything. I mean, it's in quinoa, it's in tofu, nuts and seeds, oats, brown rice, and above all vegetables. So it's it's all there for the taking and if you're eating a, a wide range of foods and a balanced diet as a vegan then you really don't have to worry about your protein intake at all there's lots of athletes actually going vegan now plant-based just because it can improve their performance a lot of the people i've spoken to who are sort of quite athletic for the podcast over the past year so it stated that they gave up because dairy triggered asthma so actually they've improved their times because, you know, they're not struggling with this sort of dairy intolerance. Um, and one of the world's strongest men was actually vegan. So, yeah, you can build plenty of muscle on a vegan diet and not have to worry about protein. Molly,
0: this is why we wanted to talk to you, to bust some <laughs> of those myths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also the surrounding information that you've been talking about. You know, you've mentioned Instagram accounts, you've mentioned people who are athletes who've taken up veganism. I know that Dr. Sunny Patel he was talking about how it helped with his Crohn's. You've talked about how it helped with your skin. There's many, many reasons to look into veganism, but. I wondered whether you'd share the benefits of veganism from your perspective and, and ways that people can start to make a transition to eating a vegan diet or living a vegan lifestyle.
1: Yeah, sure. Well, like I said, it, you know, it's helped my skin. I had um, rosacea for many years and that is completely gone, which I never thought would happen. It did did take a good while, but it's gone. And, you know, that's quite a big thing for me. I, I wasn't able to go out running in the morning without makeup or you know if I was camping I'd sort of be putting makeup on before seeing anyone which you know really sort of it sounds silly just your skin but actually it can affect you Um, so that's been amazing for me I feel much more energized you know I'm coming up for 43 so I'm not you know like 20 something anymore but I feel the best I've ever felt and I just feel lighter you know plants don't take as long to digest so you're not sort of grappling with trying to digest a huge steak all the time or anything like that and I also feel just good that um without you know being sort of smug or anything but just I feel better that I'm kind of doing my bit you know you you sort of do your recycling and you try and cut down on driving or flying and all these other things but actually what's on our plate is is one of the biggest things that we can do and I think a, an Oxford study um concluded the same I think it was in 2018 that eating a plant-based diet is the biggest thing we can do as individuals so it kind of just makes me feel better that I'm kind of help helping in any way I can And I'm, I'm not perfect you know I've got kids and I've got a car and all these other things but you know, it just, yeah, it makes me feel better. And also for the animals, you know, I, I'm a huge animal lover. And um, I think when you make the connection, I can't look at my dog and sort of love him and have him as a member of the family and then sort of go and eat another animal because it just doesn't sit right with me. So I think if you're thinking of switching to a vegan diet, I think don't try and think about it too much all at once because like me, I I just thought, well, if I say I'm vegan, there's no going back then I can't ever eat. I don't know, I used to love seafood. So that's it. I can't ever eat seafood again. But that's not the case. You know, I think we worry, don't we, that people are going to judge us. So as soon as we've said it out loud, that's it, they're waiting to sort of trip us up. Actually, just take one day at a time you don't even have to say you're going vegan, you don't even have to use that word, say you're eating predominantly plant based or, you know, trying a plant based diet. And I think that's the way the movement's going in general is that it's not sort of all or nothing. You know, it's definitely sort of cut down your meat intake, cut down your fish, cut down your dairy, look into it, watch the films, you know, read the books. And I think once you do start to educate yourself, you've kind of, there's no going back. Just start by cooking familiar meals. So don't start trying to sort of completely change your diet in every every way. You know, if you if you eat a lot of, I don't know, Italian food, look at how you can swap out the mince in your lasagna or your spaghetti bolognese to to something else. I mean, obviously there's all the soya-based minces out there that you can get. Personally, I prefer to use things like lentils, mushrooms, or even like ground up walnuts that give you a slight crunch. It's all about texture, I think. You don't want just, you know, vegetables can be mushy if you just cook them, steam them or whatever. You're not going to get that texture. So it's all about giving them texture, giving them flavour Experiment with spices and herbs. Watch some YouTubers, like I said, about Derek Sano. There's some amazing vegan chefs out there. So Vegan are brilliant. There are a couple that live in London um, and they're kind of vegan vloggers and they do some brilliant recipes. Um, so yeah, just kind of have fun and get a bit creative and, and just experiment.
0: I love that. Have fun, get creative and experiment. I mean, I think that's, that's the way forward, isn't it? And one of the things you said was you don't have to say, I'm vegan I think that kind of pressure that label perhaps people feel that once they say it that's a commitment and they'll be held to a certain standard you're doing it for yourself you're doing it for your own beliefs or your own body there is no um, vegan community that's going to come and knock on your door if perhaps you haven't followed through one week in in something you hoped you would do Holly I've loved talking to you
1: oh I know I could talk all day (laughs) Me too. But tell
0: us just before you go about the podcast. This is going to go out in early December 2021 for the first time. If you're listening afterwards, you've got loads of podcasts to listen to from Holly and Molly. But tell us what's coming up in December and January on the podcast. We've
1: got lots coming up this month in December. Oh, we're taste testing all the Christmas ranges. So all the supermarkets basically release loads of exciting new products. Things like vegan trifles, vegan melting cheese dips and just everything pigs in blankets, whatever you can think of, it's out there and vegan right now. So we're taste testing all those. So that's really exciting. I've got Amari McQueen, who is a 12 year old vegan chef. Um, He's fantastic. He had his own cookery programme, vegan cookery programme on CBBC, I believe. So I'm really looking forward to chatting to him. And then, of course, we've got Veganuro coming up. So We're going to be doing lots of exciting things. Then we've got some um, fantastic guests who are going to be sharing their tips for anyone who's trying Veganuary for the first time it might be completely new to veganism how to do it where to start so there's lots to look forward to
0: I can't wait and I really enjoy listening to your podcast and I love the fact we've got to talk to each other because
1: it's great for us
0: podcasters to collaborate and and share what we're really passionate about so I thank you so much for coming on and I look forward to listening to more
1: oh thank you so much Lucy it's been great thanks
0: Thank you for listening to I Am, I Have. Don't forget to check out the counselling directory or download the free Happerful app and we'd really love it if you could rate, review and subscribe to our podcast too. Before you go, I wanted to let you know that on the Happerful app, we have information about where you can find mental health support. If you need immediate help, Samaritans are open 24 hours a day, seven days a week on 116 123 or you can email joe at samaritans.org. Help is available. This podcast is hosted and produced by me, Lucy Donahue for Happerful. I hope you'll listen again soon.